right, ladies and gentlemen, Legend and Lee just gave us the signal. Music, Life, and Love podcast. I'm your host for this episode, M. Soto. And I got to put a special emphasis on the host for this episode because there's going to be a lot of different things happening. I might not be here. Somebody might be hosting. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm being accompanied by my host, Gillianir, to the left of me in the shit. What's, what's good? What's good with you, man? How you feeling, family? I'm good. I'm good. Right. I'm happy to be here right now. Okay, okay. Now, I'm, I'm same here, man. Same energy. Good good energy right now, man. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of things going on in the world right now, so um, I'm happy to be here. Um, right. We got Lene Gray accompanying us out here. She over there with the cameras. Right. We got we got my man's crazy legs in the back over there. Salute. You know what I mean? <laughs> we got my man Alvin Gray, the film director in the building. Yep, yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, like we got Legend, we got Lee. Mm-hmm. Got your sister. That's just a party. <laughs> Bird, Robin, she's over here. Yeah. Um true supporter, by the way, too. Yeah. She's a true supporter. Big time. I like that. Um, I just want to say huge shout out to all the people that have been supporting us from day one. Um, all the ones that are on Apple Podcasts, you know, Spotify, YouTube. Um, we're about to launch the Patreon because we do a lot of behind the scenes and uh there's a lot of things that we want to give you guys, but you know, some shit gotta be a little bit exclusive, you know what I'm saying? We can't give everything. I think they're gonna appreciate that, man, for, for real. Cause we have a lot of shit that we haven't actually put out. I think they're gonna appreciate it. Yeah, we kinda backlogged on a lot of shit right yeah, now. But um yeah. But anyways, we're here for a reason, and then, um, we have a special guest in the building today. Um, before we announce her, I just want to say, when I first met her, I believe Digital Empath Studios, they were throwing their first live event, and um, I think it was in West Baltimore. Um, you know, we, we kind of like put everything together, like last minute. Um, I didn't know what I was going to be doing, but when I got out there, I know Legend was out there. She was like, you need to find everybody's name who's going to be doing a podcast to come on stage. I was like, All right, cool. What are the names? So she started writing them down. She was like, Ham. I already knew Ham. She was like, uh, you know, Rome. I, Rome. I, I didn't know who Rome was at the time. At that time, yeah. Right. So, um, and then she said, uh, D-Nice. I'm like, all right, but well, who's D-Nice? I don't, I don't know who that is. Yeah. She was like, oh, she's around here somewhere. So I was running around asking people who's D-Nice. And she was like, oh, it's her right there. I'm like, all right, cool. So then I first met her, you know what I'm saying? She was, you know, quiet, calm, collective. She was cool. cool. Yeah, it was just like, hey, I'm D-Nice. I'm like, all right, that's what's up. Um, we about to do what we about to do, which took like 20 minutes. But then she had to take care of some business. So that was my first, like, encounter with her. Mm-hmm. But then the next time was, like, on her podcast. And I was like, yo, I didn't know this girl had that much energy. Because <laughs> she was just so cool. Yeah. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, we just want to introduce you from the D-Zone podcast, Miss D-Nice. What's going on? Yeah. What it do? What it do? What's up? What's up? We chilling. We chilling. We, <laughs> we, we got you here. Oh. We got yeah we got <laughs> the sound. appreciate for appreciate you guys how, for having. How you feeling right now? How you feeling? Yo, I'm lit. I'm lit. <laughs> Just to be honest, I'm lit. Like, <laughs> let's not play the game. I'm I'm lit. Right. I, absolutely. Okay. Right now. All right. Cool. Cool. Yes. Absolutely. I'm excited. It's it's like you said, good energy in here. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my manager Lene in the building. Word. Lene word, word, All word. my brothers is in the building. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah. So I had the pleasure of sitting, in like two to three of your shows and uh your show is off the fucking chain number one <laughs> and then um i'm just like yo she's like really raw and uncut um so before we get to that point i want to like rewind and go back to where it all started like where you from you know what i'm saying just your, your journey you know leading up to this point 
So yeah, just let us let's let everybody know where that started. <laughs> well, um, so I was born in PG County, mm -hmm. but I was raised in Virginia. Um, so uh, when I uh, yeah, I was raised in Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what Alexandria? Uh, the highway is what we call it. <laughs> Shout out to everybody out there. But yeah, I, I grew up out there in Virginia. Went to school, Mount Vernon High School. Um, you know, did my thing out there. Okay. Balled, you know, played ball. Didn't even know that uh, podcasting was in my forecast, to be honest with you. I thought I was going to be pro until I got hurt. You know what I'm saying? So, oh. Yeah, I got hurt. So, you know the love and basketball story? Yes. Yeah. That's me. Swear to God. Okay. Like, I got hurt my senior year. And so, like, when I got hurt, I didn't play. And so that's, that's like, the most important time to play. Yeah. So I set out the whole season. And so I didn't get picked up by anybody. What did you get? What did you get hurt? What did you hurt? Oh, uh, my shoulder. shoulder. Um, I tore some ligaments in my right shoulder. Damn. It was bad. I was killing that Somebody game. must have fouled the shit out of you. Nah, like, it was crazy. I was, um, I was killing this game. Like... You know, like my coach, I, I don't know what was going on with him, but he put me in the game and um, I was killing it. And I threw the ball from literally full court. And when I threw it, I kind of mm -hmm. tore some shit. Yeah. So when I tore it, I was just like, God damn. You know I mean, so that was it for me. Like, I, I kind of want to see some footage. I don't know if there's any footage. Of I mean, um, is it? Yo, I graduated in 05. I mean, like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. You can look that, it up. But, you know, I was 100% from the free throw line. Just know that. And I'm not talking about one for one. I was nice. <laughs> Hence the name nice. Like, That's stop, playing I, okay. stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. So, wait. So, when you got injured, like, they immediately, like, took you out. Like, it was, or you were just like, I'm walking off the court. I'm not even playing. Oh, no, I couldn't play. Like, my, my arm was stuck in, a mo in a, an emotion that I could not move back. So, I I couldn't do anything. I had to come out the game. Damn. And I was lighting niggas up that night. Like, what? Wow. Who, it was crazy. What, do you remember what team I played when yes, this happened? Yes, it was Potomac Senior High School against Freedom High School. Never forget. Never fucking forget. They had any comp? You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, anybody who was, like, really... I mean, at the time, I mean, you know, it was women's basketball. So, everybody in at that era, you got to understand, this is the era, like, you know, when, you know, the Cynthia Coopers and the Cheryl Swoops oh, yeah. and all that is, like, heavy in the game. So, hell yeah, it was competition. I mean, I don't know how it is right now because I'm not in, you know, I'm not in high school. But, yeah, it was mad comp, like, when I say yeah. But I was that... You feel, you feel like you would have went to the WNBA? I mean, I honestly believe so because I would have took the route, right? I believed in myself so much. And then people was telling me that. But again, I got hurt and I couldn't show them really what I had. And I and I, you know how you have to warm up? Yeah. So in my senior year, I was warmed up. I got all my fundamentals. Like, I'm doing my shit. Like, you know, you know, like I'm, I'm nice. So... Yeah, but that hurt. Damn. It wasn't in the forecast. Damn, kind of, I want to see her in the courts right now. Yeah. Yo, no, uh, listen, me. listen, <laughs> I am old. Uh, listen, I may look like I'm 12. Mm -hmm. I am 35 years old, <laughs> and I smoke a little bit, and I drink a little bit, so uh, I ain't the same. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that anymore. The bones ain't boning like that. Ah, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know the form is still there. Don't get that twisted, but, you know, like, I got to get this stamina up. And this joint is, whew, yeah. Damn. So, okay, so you out of high school? Where, yeah. Where, where'd you go from there? So, you know, I'm hurt, so I have to find a new avenue. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I started uh, winning radio tickets on 93.9, literally. So the rule, is, the rule is this. When you win tickets on any uh, radio station, you have to wait 30 days. I literally won three months in a row every 30 days. Yeah. And so when I did that, I won tickets to, like, Janet Jackson. I, like, I was, I'm a loner. 
-hmm. Like, shout out to all the Sagittarius. Like, I'm a loner. So, you know, I had tickets to, like, Janet Jackson concerts, going by myself, doing things by myself. And then one day when I went in, something inside of me was like, yo, just ask if you can get an intern because I like the incitement of interviewing celebrities. That was, like, my thing. 106 and Park was out, BET, you know, Cedars World. Like, this shit was lit. It inspired me to, like, really want to do this shit. So... This one particular time I was going into uh, 93.9. This is when they was located in Atlanta, Maryland, um, before they moved to Springfield. And um, I mean, not Springfield, uh, Silver Spring. Um, and uh, I walked in there and I went upstairs, got my tickets. And that was as I was coming back down in the elevator, there was this lady. And something said, yo, just ask her about an internship. Mm-hmm. And it's, I was like, yo, uh, what can I do to get an intern here? And she was like, yo, follow me. I swear to God. She took me to this lady. Um, I was on the FM side of 14, uh, what is it, 1580? I believe that's the station. It was Mm -hmm. on the FM side. I just talked my shit. They felt the passion, and they was like, all right, yo, I need you to be here Monday. Shit. So wow. then, Man, you got hide on the spot. I got hide on the spot because it, it was like, like you can't tell me that I'm not made for this shit. And so I started interning, and then that's when I got in the likes of learning like the op- operation boards on radio, like live radio. And then not only that, I am now producing Reverend Al Sharpton's radio show. Wow. And he is it's syndicated, right? Agent. So he's in New York, <laughs> and I'm in D.C., and we are doing this, like— that was major to me. I was like, hold, hold up. This man has marched with Martin Luther King Jr. Like, yeah, wait a minute. A this is major. So, and I actually got the plan, I mean, the pleasure to meet him because he came to the studio and things like that. It was great. But then I got into a bad car accident. Oh. Got to a major car accident. This was when, like, what, what time frame? Okay, so um, I'm not really good with times, but it was, I know my age. I was 18. Okay. Gotcha. You understand? I could go like off of my age. The years, I'm not good with. Let's just be honest. <laughs> I got you. But yeah, so I got into a really bad car accident to the point where my car got totaled. So that stopped me from going from, um, I lived in Virginia, stopped me from coming from Virginia all the way to Atlanta, Maryland. My mother worked, like she took her car to work. I, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no metro. It was just too much for me. Mm-hmm. So then I lost that internship. Damn. What was you, what was going through your mind? Because obviously, all right, you high school, your shoulder, that kind of stopped you from something. Now you get into a car accident, that's stopping you from going away. What what you what's going on? It really didn't stop me though. Mm. So like I won tickets again. Oh shit! Oh, you won tickets more than once. I won tickets more. Let's than start once. playing a lotto because you <laughs> won tickets like this. Listen, <laughs> I won tickets again, and then this time when I won tickets, it was around the BT Awards when they were saying like, um, this was in uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. They was doing like a, a premiere show of the BT Awards, mm. and so at this point, Easy Street was there, and so when I went, I'm at the premiere and we're watching the BT Awards again. I get the same feeling that I got the first time, so I just went on it. I walked up to Easy Street. I said, yo, Easy, what I got to do to be your assistant? He said, yo, all right, email. If He was like, email me if you're really serious. I sat down right then and then. I emailed him. I didn't wait. I did not wait. I didn't. No time passed. He gave me his email. I emailed him. So then he emailed me back. He was like, you're not playing. Meet me yeah. on this day. Wow. I pulled up. He pulls up in his white Mercedes. <laughs> Shout out to Easy Street. Um, and we walk in. At this point, I am getting free internships. Like, and I was with Easy Street for six months to a year. I want to say almost to a year. I can't really again time frames. It's it felt like forever for real. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but at this opportunity, I'm on the FM. I mean, the a, yeah, the FM side, 93.9. Right. So understand that it's no longer like just talk radio. It is now the hip hop. Right. I am meeting uh, uh, Raheem Devon. I'm meeting Robin Thicke. I am, uh, you know, shout out to uh, Rest in Peace, Ill Will. I'm interning for Ill Will. You know, I'm meeting Jenny Jones, Russ Parr. Like the dream is becoming a reality at yeah. this point i'm in the building with people that i've like i'm looking at as my beyonce's my jay-z's you understand like Excellent. forget the beyonce's and the jay-z's i'm those are my beyonce's and jay-z's right. so this was like fulfilling but then one day <laughs> oh here we go here we go i swear yo another one one day yo um easy street was like yo go upstairs and make me some copies and I was like, all right, bet. I go upstairs and I make her some copies. But as I'm going into the copy room, there's a woman in there. And apparently this is the lady who handles internships. Okay. And so she was like, who are you? And I was like, I'm Easy's intern. And she was like, you didn't come past my desk. Whoa. So I was like, wait. And I went downstairs and I and I told Easy and I was like, yo, I just met some lady upstairs and, you know, she's just she gave me a bad vibe, you know, like I don't know what's yeah. about to happen. So when I left the show, mind you, Easy was on the radio from, I believe, two to six, if I'm not mistaken, something like that, two to something. Mm -hmm. um, and so as I, as I leave, I'm in the grocery store, you know, picking up some groceries for my grandmother. I never forget. I cannot forget this. He calls me. He was like, hey, I'm gonna have to let you go because you're a liability. Because you don't have no like nothing behind you saying like if something happens or whatever you're just here. But there's no papers you didn't sign. I didn't sign anything. So when I say this is off the strength, right. this is off the strength. Like off the strength. Like right. like I don't know the energy the gods was working for me. Like you understand? Like I really did this shit. Like and but there's no documentations in. It's crazy. So I had to leave. I never went back into the studio. But that didn't stop, though. <laughs> I didn't stop there. You know, uh, after that, I go on to listenvision.com, oh, which yeah. was located on Howard University. Right across the street. Right across the street from Howard. There. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Listen Vision. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't even know. You know what? I'm not even going to go there. But, you know. <laughs> we, we was there. We was there 2010. Oh, yeah. You was at Listen Vision? Of course. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, boom and all of them. Yeah. All right, we know yeah. all of them. We know you everybody. Know what? Wow. You want to know some shit though? You look mad familiar. Yeah. I ain't gonna hold you. We, we, yeah. we used to be there heavy. Yeah, heavy. like I was the intern there because so we probably ran into you. Yeah, like real shit. Like yeah. that's crazy. See? So like when uh before like they even started podcasting, like mm -hmm. we started the first podcast. I know, I remember because before it was just A B downstairs, the middle floor, and the upstairs where yep. the other two studios was in the back. Yep. So I remember that. Absolutely. So we were the first interns to start the podcast. And so I started a podcast called Rocking With Abstractions. I am now mm -hmm. the host. I am now doing my thing. I have a DJ. We're doing live music because, you know, at Listen Vision, outside. you can do the outside. It was <laughs> outside. a fucking vibe. You I understand? Remember. It was a vibe. And yep. so I love that shit. And so we did that shit. But we had a, a limit. I killed it. Like, it was lit. It was amazing. Um, um. Uh, we did uh, rocking with abstractions for some time, but my internship ended. So right. when it ended, you know, they took away the radio opportunity, the podcast opportunity. Mm. But in the in the midst of me doing that, I met Antonio, the Cuban cigar smoker, who used to work for ninety three point nine, who brought on who was who they brought on as a podcaster. Yeah. So now I'm his intern. So I didn't leave. Mm. So I didn't stop. 
You understand what I'm saying? So I was still was, good. Okay, so it's like a secondary effect. So it was like they might have stopped, but somebody came back on. Exactly. Because a lot of people used to come, like there was DC Absolutely. artists like Wale and all of them. They used Absolutely. to come through there all the time. Yep, I met all of them. Shot Glizzy. Um, that's the uh, that's the time that I met Shot Glizzy because right. Antonio, the Cuban cigar smoker, he you know he was a person who carried weight from 93.9. So niggas was flocking to him. Yeah. He brought uh Rip Hamilton. He brought like mad niggas like out there like just real serious like it was heavy so yeah so i interned for him and that was it like that just opened up doors Hopefully you saw papers with that one <laughs> no i didn't need to you're not i didn't, need to. You nah, I didn't to. need to you know what i'm saying you y'all already know this the vibe is a little bit you different know, you <laughs> know the vibe. This you know is what I'm saying? You like you just gotta be there you just you know gotta what I'm saying? be there as long as you there yeah you in there like i mean if you was there on a monday for the cuban um the cuban cigar smoker show like you was getting free food Yep. From Chicks DC, mm-hmm. like you was getting food, like you know what I'm saying. Shout out to Chicks DC. They had a they had a few different sponsors that yeah. used to always pull up because Howard is right there. Exactly, it was lit. I mean, the speaker was outside. Everybody heard your voice. Yeah. It was amazing. Like that was dope. Yeah. Nice. Wow. So you basically had different. Um, I guess I want to say different like opportunities, even when a couple doors were shut on you. Like, but. How do you, how did you feel like when the doors did get shut on you? Like, did it deter you from wanting to move forward, or you just had to pivot and do something else? Because that's kind of hard. Like every, that's more than one. That's like three, four different situations. Was like, all right, damn, maybe I'm not supposed to do this. Yeah, no. Um, uh, the reinsurance. I had to get reinsurance. So I moved to L. A. At one point in time in my life because oh, yeah, I, I wanted. That. Yeah, I moved to L. A. I was in L. A. For a year and a half. Shout out to my grandfather, yo! Shout out to my grandfather. Okay. Um, so I lived out there in Cal uh, in California, and when I was out there, I tried to tra- chase a dream. You know, you know, doing yeah. this whole entertainment thing. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be on 106 and Park when they was looking for repre- replacements. Mm-hmm. I was going to be that person, but of course, it don't go the way that we plan, right? So I'm in Cali. No job, no nothing. I'm just literally, literally smoking and trying to figure out my life. Right. Right. And so come to find out my grandfather was a radio personality, a news. Wow. Oh, so it's a weatherman. It's in the family. It's in the family. You got journalism broadcasting your whole And didn't bloodline. even realize it until he came to me and was like, yo, we had a conversation. So now this opportunity is looking different, right? Because now I'm learning from someone I'm o- a OG. Mm-hmm. Like this is somebody like I love OGs because they just give us gems, right? So he's just dropping them on me and I'm just like, yo, so he he's feeding me with so much empowerment to be a the best uh radio personality that I could ever be because he's been down this road before. You know, to the point where he he used to test me on microphones. What type of microphones it was. Okay. What type of what type of uh uh you know, boards we had. Like okay. That's the type of shit. He was in my ass. So you was pretty much becoming proficient on the equipment, just the behind the scenes stuff that it takes to even push everything. Absolutely. So I, I, my fault. I don't want to cut you. No, no. But I just want to ask. Aside from your grandfather, like, because you're watching this, you're going through. Like, I don't want to say the ringer, but at certain points, you was getting stopped. Was there anybody that you looked up to that kind of like gave you some type of influence to continue and pursue your passion? Like, you know, just like other, I don't know, just other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to say Angie Martinez um, from, you know, Hot Hot 9-7, you know what I'm saying? And also um, Angie Ange from 93.9 because I actually, while I was doing my internship, 
you know, rub elbows with Angie Ants, Quicksilver, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You know, just to name a few, you know, I didn't right. drop no real names. Just let y'all know that. Yeah. Like, I got names. But anyway. Nah, yo, look. We <laughs> hit my name drops. Like, we need them like, name drops. Like, I be dropped. Like, I've <laughs> met so many people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've done this shit. Like, I'm not new to this. I'm so true to this. But just of the ones that, like, actually um, influenced you. Yeah. yeah like, like, like Angie, kinda... Angie, Angie Martinez is, is going to be that one, right? Because she was the voice of the people. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you had your, you know, at this time, 106 in Park. So it was now becoming visual. Right. So I would say the AJs in the freeze as well. You yeah. feel me? You know, the TRLs hosts, you know what I'm saying? You know, the Carson Dailies. I mean, that that shit actually played a part because they made it look so fucking fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This shit, this life is fun. I ain't <laughs> gonna is. hold you. It's a lot of work, but it's fun as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what, what I'm saying? So, yeah, I would, I would, yeah, definitely th- those people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's fine. No, I was gonna say anybody that you actually met was like starstruck though. Um, starstruck. So let me tell you, I, I have to, I have to fast, you know, rewind it real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was living in Virginia, before I, I even thought about this radio shit, um, I was in Walmart in Alexandria on Richmond Highway, and I ran into my favorite basketball player, Shemiqua Holesclaw. Shout out to Shemiqua Holesclaw, who used to play for the Washington Mystics, number she twenty-three. Did. Okay, did. my fucking hero, my big ba- like, I love her to the point where we're friends now. It's a story, but I met her, and I was starstruck. But it made me feel weird because my mother checked me. She said, "Listen." You don't ever act like that. You just go up to them and like ask them for the autograph. You don't. I was so excited. She had to like humble me. So ever since then, when I meet people, I just be like, yo, hi, because we are the same. You know, right, the right. only difference between us and like people up there is us not selling our soul. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 our, and our tax bracket. That's yeah, it. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That is really what it is. So, you know, I've recognized after that feeling of me, meeting her, you know, my mother having a conversation with me. Now I meet people. And, because when you meet people like that, they put you, they make you feel some type of way. They put you on a level of like they're better than you. When you put them on a level of like they're better than you. Nobody is better than us. We all the same. You understand? So, you know, when I meet people, it's like, okay, cool. I might be hype, but I'm not as, you know what I mean? I'm like, like, yeah, right. I'm humble as fuck. Like, it is what it is. We're the same. Yeah. Um, so since you mentioned your mom, like, uh, she she was like your whole support system, like, in terms of... Yeah, Mom's Dukes was Mom's dad. Your relationship, how's that? I like... That's my best friend. That's 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 I my know. support. Like, I love her. Like, that's... I mean... So, even with this, she was just, whatever it is that you wanted to do, she just kept pushing you or, or you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, and to be honest, like, you got to understand anytime that you start doing a hobby, your parents don't really understand. They just think it's a hobby. That's why I'm asking. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. No, she, that, that syndrome <laughs> came along. You understand? Like, she, she thought it was a hobby until she recognized that I wasn't letting up. Until she recognized that I was taking it serious. Until she recognized I started my the D Zone podcast in her basement. Like until she was like, "Oh shit, this shit is real, real." Like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Right? Like this is some real shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, shout out to my mom. She she understands. So so we gonna fast forward to like D Zone, like the whole concept of your podcast. How did how did that start? So, uh, you know, having the background from Listen Listen Vision, Mm -hmm. from starting that podcast, you know, I recognized that at first I was like, you know, I didn't know anybody in Baltimore. I'm from the, when I say the DMV, that's D.C., Maryland, Virginia, excluding Baltimore. Y'all understand that. So that is literally... 
Right, right, right. It's excluding we, Baltimore. We, we had to, we had to understand that we got Yo, checked so many yeah. different times. My brother probably knows. Crazy Legs probably understand. Like Baltimore is not like a part of Maryland. <laughs> Baltimore is its own little life. Look, you know what I'm pe- saying? Like people from here, they they. <laughs> Like we didn't got checked. Like nah, this is not the DMV. This is no, like, this like, is not considered the DMV. They will make sure that they check you. I don't understand it, but you know I, I don't make yeah, the rules. That's different. just what it is. We got G checked plenty of times. I'm like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we not. From yeah, here. no, <laughs> I'm not from Baltimore. So when I moved here, you know, I didn't know anybody. I literally. I'm a loner. You know what I'm saying? I do my own thing. You know, I don't follow trends. I do my own thing. So I just, again, um, I'm very spiritual. I got a download one night and to start my podcast. And I ordered everything. I set it up. I learned everything. Mind you, now this is taking place. Everything that I learned from my grandfather. Everything I learned from 93.9, from internships. Everything I learned from Antonio, the Cuban cigar smoker, is now taking place because I am now implementing that into my own podcast right i'm building my own podcast from my theme song to the concepts to everything so you know that shit just came out of nowhere though and you know it's like it's like something that you it's in in me like i can't as much as i want to quit i swear to god i want to quit every day i can't I just can't quit. Yeah, I know. Because deep into the hole. Right? I'm just. I'm. It's not even the deep. In, it's this feeling. Okay. I get a feeling of like of I'm not complete. If that makes sense, it's like really a part of me. Like it's not a game. You understand what I'm saying? So like I have to do it. Even when I miss a day, I'm like fuck. All right, when I come back, I come back strong as shit. You know what I'm saying? So it, you know, yeah, it's it's well. It's, it's a few things. So one thing I notice is like every time that I come to the studio. You always here early. I noticed <laughs> even today you was like 30, 40 minutes early. And we, we over here looking like, uh, yeah, it's we don't start till like 30 minutes. Oh. Um, number one, but you've always been early, even when I was showing up early. It's like, nah, she's already here. That's number one. And then number two, it's kind of like you you really take this serious. But I think a lot of people don't realize that you don't only do the D Zone podcast. Oh, yeah, no. Right. So what else is what else is it that you could tell, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, the supporters out there that you do? Um, well, I host parties. I, I um I'm a MC. Uh right. so you know, your girl, you know, I, I host different parties and and that has also opened doors for me to meet different people on different levels. Um so, you know, I do mostly the lesbian community. I'm definitely trying to, right. you know, venture out. Um, but, uh, you know, I've met people from the Jujus from Love and Hip Hop to, uh, you know, um, who else? Like, God, I can't even think of it. I'm getting a blank. But I met so many. Wale. Um, yeah, for sure. I definitely did Wale. I've done um, Blue from Bad Girls Club. I've done... Uh, I mean, just over time, I've done so many people from so, um, Dej Loaf as well too. Dej Loaf, yeah, there you go, Dej Loaf. Like, I oh, mean, you did that, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got a shadow from Little Romeo. Okay. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's it's different. I've I've done so fucking much. Like, I met so many people. Um, uh, damn, my archive is crazy, and I just went through it too, <laughs> and I can't even think of it. But it, I've done so many things, and I met so many people that people don't even understand because I'm just like. This is a job at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even, I'm not even like a bragger, if that makes sense. Right, I'm humble right. with it. You know what I mean? So, so with that being said, and you mentioned a job, how do you balance all of this extracurricular activities and still have to like, like 
find time for you know what I'm saying whatever you, whatever particular portion of your life do this because we all know that this is time consuming bounce here do this event like when do you have time to just you know allocate it to you know you like I, I think people need to understand we all get the same 24 hours right Beyonce get the same 24 hours Jay-Z I do you do right so it's important to just understand what it is I prioritize what it is it's important to me and it's something that I recognize, like, yo, if you be consistent with something, it's going to become great, right? Right. So I understand that I need to eat, so I have to go to work, right? I used to work 10 hours days, but I was like, that was killing me. So it's, I'm, I'm a person who would, would test out a lot and to figure it out and they'd be like, okay, this doesn't work for me, so I'm, I'm going to switch it. So I switch back to my eight hours, and that gives me more time to focus on my brand. Right. right. And so now, like when I do my eight hours, I come home and I dedicate some more hours to my brand. I just got finished school with for my job. Like, so you got to take time out for that, too. Like, it's just prioritizing. That's it. That's all. I mean, shout out to my manager because she had to get on me about something I had to do. <laughs> and listen, it's it's a lot. But, you know, I forget things. I'm busy, but you, we all make time for what we want to make time for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, I, I, you know, I make time for what's important for me. And what I know is going to be beneficial for me, and what's going to make me great. You understand? So, yeah, cause your 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 manager be on me and G. She she get on us. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! And I'm like, you're not my manager. <laughs> I'm not your client. <laughs> Shout out to Jazzy. Jazzy's the same way. She get on me and well, they they, they tag yeah. team us. But I'm like, but they they do the same thing, right. and you know they just really want us to be great. Absolutely. They don't care if you're your client or you know. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I want to ask you like. Cause I don't know if you, you you got this confidence that's just brewing out. You yeah, know I, mean? I don't know if that's from from young or you had to build it. Yeah, I had to build that. Oh, you had to build. Yeah, that. and to be honest, I just built that maybe like two years ago. Don't see Damn, that. that don't seem like a two year. Okay. Yeah, you gotta understand. Like I've been broken. Um, hosting broke me because it's something that I understand that when you're a radio personality, it goes hand in hand as a host. Right. Because if you listen to the radio, when I was growing up, the the radio personalities was in the clubs on the radio. Come down here. to You know what I'm saying? So in my mind, that goes hand in hand, just like DJ. So as a host, I was doing these events in this lesbian community. And I don't under, I, I didn't understand it at the point of time. But, you know, I lost myself because I was looking for validation from everybody else. And not recognizing, like, yo, you got booked to be at a place that you're at. I didn't understand none of that shit. I, it took me some time. So, literally, two. it took me about two, from two years ago. Like You didn't want to do that? Or? No, it's not that I didn't want to do it. I got discouraged. Oh. So, I, I did a party in front of thousands of women to the point where I didn't get the validation that I thought I deserved. Oh. And so because I didn't get it, it made me feel some type of way. Mind you, I don't run with an entourage, but now I do because I have a team with me. But before then, I did not have a team with me. I was running solo. I built myself solo. So understand when you go into environments and people know that you run solo, they tend to pick on you. They tend to, they, they tend, they tend to see that you are the weak link because you don't have your backing with you. Right. So they made me feel some type of way. And I allowed that, though. I understand that I allow that, but understand I also had to go through that experience to know to never allow myself to ever go back there again. You know what I mean? So, 
Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you've been through some stuff. I've been through it. So now, damn, that's um, that's a that's a nice road to go through, especially you getting hit left yeah. and right. <laughs> so now, the these. So what made you want to like create the D Zone podcast? Because like when we started. We didn't know what the fuck we was doing. We was just like, look, let's just get up here. Let's just talk shit like we normally do with just regular conversations. When did we start, though? I, oh, man, we just, it's just, I don't know, even Bird, she been in the living room. We just talking. The conversations would be so entertaining. I'm like, yo, I, I could imagine if we just put cameras on and give it to the people who see what, mm-hmm. what, you know, what it would turn into. So for you, um, because you a self-starter, I just want to know, like, like, you know, what What engineered you, what pushed you to do that? And, like, did you figure it out, what you wanted it to turn into along the way? Or you already had a vision as to what the D-Zone, you know what I'm saying, show is going to be about? Um, so I definitely have a, a, a bigger vision of what the D-Zone is going to be about, right? I see myself in a bigger venue. Like, I, I just see myself just doing bigger things, right? But um, what what got me here was, again, it's in me. Like, I it doesn't matter what I do. I can't stop. Like, it, so doing the D-Zone, starting in my mother's basement, the quality of my sound. You know when you first start, you know what I'm saying? You're organic, you know? Yeah. But shit, was, it's high peaking, like <laughs> shit is fucking up, you know what I mean? You can hear the people coming out of steps. <laughs> right, you know, you hear your mom in the background, you even hear the chicken popping on the fucking stove type shit, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I, I just, you know, I took that, you know, I moved from my mother's basement to my own apartment to like actually broadcast into out of my apartment to where I start highlighting DMV artists in the lesbian community. Right, right. So right. now, like, now my show is, like, based on not just lesbian women right, right. or, you know what I'm saying, but just period. Like, now I'm getting people in my house, but I'm like, yo, people are coming to my house. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But then, something happened. I got booked. I started promoting the D-Zone because of understanding I'm, I'm still a podcast. I started promoting myself um, for, basically, like, on-site interviews. Right. Oh, yeah. So 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 like basically if you had an event, I can broadcast live at your event. And I got booked. And when I got booked, I met the guy who owns Digital Empath Studios. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Leon. Mr. Leon. Mr. Leon. All right. I, 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 I met Mr. Leon. Okay. And so when I met Mr. Leon, all right, he Mr. like Leon. I am set, like mind you, I'm coming as the D Zone. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Leon. Yes. We gonna call that. I'm gonna call you the bag. Else. Okay. The bag. The plug. The the bag. plug. Okay. All right. No, but. When I met him, I, I saw he had a whole setup. And so I started to talk to him. We started saying choir, you know, things like that. And he was like, yo, I got this and this, this. And so, you know, we just linked up. And next thing you know, we was in the first studio. Oh, right? downtown. Um, Down, yeah, right. Yeah, 10th Street. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 10th Street. Not this, yeah, there you go. Right. We was over there. I started podcasting over there. And then he was like, yo, I got another studio. And here we are. Yeah. And now, now, now the D zone has done different numbers. Has you know because the, the quality of everything yeah. has increased. Like what? There's no noise. Like what? Yeah, one of your guests, man. I, I I was here for one of your guests, man, and she was she was awesome because you said downloads, but she um. We had spoke downstairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Shout out to Skyra, yo. <laughs> Shout out to Skyra. I mean, yeah. Not just right. the episode, but yeah. just you know, um, the one on one. The guests that you have, like your guests, are unique. When you actually get to sit up, like sit around here, and you know, legend, she brings her guests. You bring your guests, Ham. 
you know, in Rome, they bring their guests. You get to meet a lot of people. Absolutely. I met Lene because that was like by accident. Well, it wasn't really an accident, but yeah. I just decided to show up and she was here. Yeah. And then here we are. Absolutely. You know, she done put me on to so many different events that I was like, I wouldn't normally know or do. But because of that, it's like it's put me in like a space where it's like, damn, like I got to turn down. Like there was events that you invited me to. And I'm like, because of her, like yeah. that's a little bit too much. <laughs> we got to scale back a little bit. It's only one of me, but, you know, it, it still elevates you to another level when people want to push you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So absolutely, I think it's dope that I was able to sit in on some of your podcasts. I appreciate just, you, man. Yeah, because like, yo, I'm like, yo. She's really fucking dope. And then even uh, hosting, I'm like, yo, I didn't know, like, the energy that you just be, like, exuding. I'm like, damn, she know when to turn up and when not to turn up. But yeah. when she does, you just step back and just watch. Yeah, you definitely got the voice for it. Thank uh, you. I appreciate what, what that. Was it the uh, Content Complex joint that? Con that one. That was oh, yeah. The, uh, oh, yeah. There was another, I think it was, a, like, a movie premiere. I can't remember the name of the movie premiere. I was supposed to be there, but you were there. Okay, yeah. And I think he was doing um, interviews there, like you just mentioned. Right. And, I, you know, unfortunately, I couldn't be there to cover it. I would have loved to have covered it because I already know. I mean, there was a lot of, there was a lot of hitters there. Absolutely. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you do it all. I mean, you know, you know, I believe we all have a gift, right? Yeah. The the purpose on to live here on earth, I believe, is to figure it out. What's your gift? Yeah. And whatever it is, is to fulfill it. And I would just believe this is me. Like, you know, everybody be like, I, I was signed to a label, too. I left that out. Oh, come on. <laughs> what are you oh, doing? What are you oh, doing? No. I'm right, sorry. Well, come on. Yeah, come on. Let's I say mean, it. all right. Okay. I mean. So you do, you're an artist as well. No, obviously. I'm not. I was signed as an MC. Oh, I'm, like I was the voice of the art, the label. So sh um, I don't even they're not even a label anymore, but it was 4EY. If you if you guys ever heard of Michi So Crazy or 4EY, uh, the group, oh, I didn't know that. you know what I'm saying? I was their MC. So what that what my job was is that when we went on tour because we went on a high school tour. My job was to introduce these guys, to get the crowd hype. You know, I was the, you know, the entertainment before the guys came on. And not even that, the young ladies who came on behind yeah, us. You know, we had, we had other acts, you know what I mean? So, you know, I did that shit. And that was a crazy opportunity because you're talking about contracts. You're talking about real agents. You're talking about real managers. You're talking about, I'm talking about real shit. Like BET, I'm talking about real, like, I'm talking about everything was like, wow. And it happened so quick and it ended so quick. It was wow. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't even want to start because that's going to go into like another 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah no, in in terms bad. of that, because I could definitely go in on that. But so now plans for the D-Zone podcast, like, I mean, this year, you know, um, I know you probably have like a bunch of interviews lined up, like, what do you, I guess, where do you want to go with it? Like, do you want to, like, continue, obviously, what you've been doing, or you, do you want to open it to, like, interviewing, like, I don't know, maybe lawyers, doctors, maybe a, a different, like, demographic? I mean, you know what I mean? Just to open it up. What's your plan? Um, well, you know, there's no there's no limit. Gotcha. I don't ever close myself off because I just don't know what the future holds. Okay. You understand? I can only go for, like, right now, right? So right now in the D-Zone, we are focusing on love and relationships. Mm -hmm. And, you know, right now it's a lot of lesbians. <laughs> a lot of lesbians is coming through. The LGBTQIA is coming through, right? They're coming heavy. You understand? And they, they actually making some noise. Okay. You understand? You know, I got... 
got one of my guests in the building right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, like it, it, it's really doing some numbers. Um, we, we focus on love and relationships and we just turn it up. Now, again, there's no cap to what I'm open to. I do this. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? You, you pulled me in and asked me if I like my ass hit. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Why would you pull me in? Like, I was like, I was like, you know what I'm saying? You didn't slap me in my head on, on, on the camera. I'm like, uh, I think I need to go now. <laughs> hey, listen, you like, never know. Nah, but okay. Like, you put me on the spot, but, I, you know. You just I, never know. Like, my thing is, like, why? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, you know, the D-Zone allows me to really be my authentic, authentic self. Yeah, I know. You know. I found that out on the you spot. Know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no holds You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, like a comedian, right? I feel right. like when you're a comedian, there's no safe zone. Like, you mm -hmm. can. It's like anything. So when I'm in the D zone, like you're not safe. We, it I, yeah, yeah, yeah sort of. You know, you called your brother out. You <laughs> called me out. I was like, damn. You just don't know. Like, why not though? Like, why not fun. include everybody into the shits, right? You know, that, what I mean? and that, that's my whole thing. And I like the and I identify that. I like the way that you include everybody who's in the room, even though they may not be on the cameras. Yeah, you don't have no problem telling yo come up. Yeah, no. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. And then that shows the authenticity that you have. And, Absolutely. You know, you're real genuine. I'm definitely But genuine. I just enjoy seeing when you have your guests. Oh, yeah. Because y'all conversations be so damn candid and you yeah. you real frank with it. But also, you're not like um, sensitive to if they rebuttal back at you. It's like, it's not confrontation. Oh, yeah, no. It's, it's like you just kind of like, you, you bob and weave and then you like, all right, cool. So next, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I respect that. I mean, I think that's with the the learning of being a journalism from 93.9, right? From watching mm -hmm. these guys from Easy Streets to the Angie Anges, from the Russ Pars to the, you know, the Angie, uh, the Angie Anges, Quicksilvers. Like, you learn these things. Like, I wasn't just in there. Like, I was, like, so if you ever called, you know, 93.9, I'm answering the phones. Yo, 93.9, you know, you're the, you're the 17th caller, call again. 93.9, you're the 12th caller, call again. 93.9, you know, that was me at one point. You understand? So, you know, like, you, you just watch. I, I'm soaking it up because this is something that I understand. I believe that's just in me. Like, I can't quit. Okay. Like this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Like I, I mean, like you, y'all niggas said it. Like, yeah, I got the voice for it, right? Yeah. Nah, nah, <laughs> got it. Oh, you, what you got, man? No, I just, uh, I mean, I don't know if we want to go into a music life and love question. Oh <laughs> shit, I ain't even bring all that. She's a podcaster. I ain't <laughs> do all of that. And I was like, you know, what I mean, like, you know what I mean, I don't got it. I want, I want to hit you with a music question. You know what I'm okay. I don't know if you got a top, top five albums. Of all time. Of all time. Or, or, or you know what, artists or, or albums. Okay, so my girlfriend calls me corny because she says my selection is, like, different. That's it. Um, but I am very, like, a soulful type of chick, right? So the so it's top five, like, the five, the best or the worst? Oh, uh, like, or just, just, it doesn't matter. However you want. All right, so I would say, like, um, number five, I would have to do, <sighs> I'm going to have to do something, like, by Erica Badu. Right. Uh, number four, I would have to do, uh, you know, my Chrisette Michelle's. OK. Number even after, three. Is, even, sorry, even after that Trump whole incident. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> OK. I'm a, she's an artist. <laughs> we like, talk music here. We're talking music. Right? Okay. <laughs> no, I shit to do with nothing. <laughs> she's going to still sing that shit. Right. Stick along. Yeah. You, know? Um, you know, I would say, um, let's see, uh, a Jay-Z. I would put a Jay Z, and and, and I, I would put Jay Z a little little low because you know to me he's not he's not I'm not saying that he's not lit 
that nigga's lit. He's a Sag. Like, we, we're we it, but he's just not my, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Um, so where I'm at? I'm not, number three. We had three right there. We had, we had three, so I got a two? Two more. All right, so I, I would say, um, I would say, uh, shit, um, I know my number one. Um <laughs> I would, you know what? I would, I would have to go home with this. I would have to say a Wale. He's very poetic. Um, I fucking love fucking Wale. Okay. He's that nigga. Um, I'm missing some people because Sean, Sean, uh, uh, Big Sean is lit too, like lyricist. Um, but my number one is gonna have to be Mr. Kanye West. Wow. Okay. Kanye. Mr. Kanye West. Kanye. And, and the reason why I say Kanye, Kanye, I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about none of this yes, shit. Me and my girl please. was vibing last night to Mr. Ye. Okay. Listen, Ye is that nigga. So, All right. What's your top yeah, two albums it. from Ye? Just top two. Um, I would say uh, number one. Okay. The graduation. Oh. I would say graduation number one because he was his authentic self. Yeah. He was making Jesus walk. Okay. I heard, like, I he heard the like, audience. The audience yeah. forgot. Um, and then I would have to say um, I don't. What's the? I don't even know the the Jesus album's called. But he when when the the love song was on. Eight oh eight. Um. With heartbreak eight oh eight. Heartbreak eight oh eight. My favorites. And that's there you go. Like that, that shit. I love that. Like one. What? Like I, that, oh. heartbreak. I mean, what I was—I loved it because that, it was a different side of Ye. Like, yeah, what? like he gave us like the emotional side of him. Yeah. His, with it. yeah, like that was like yeah, absolutely. Ye is my nigga. Like, okay. fuck yeah. that. Okay, yo, hey, I love me some. I like the fact that you said that that the eight oh eight because that eight oh eight still bumped that because the eight oh eight was like throughout the whole album though. Like, mm-hmm. if you understand music, like that shit was everything. He was yeah. playing on our heartstrings. Yeah. <laughs> He's a genius. That's that's my guy. Okay, so that's that's the, that's the music right there. Yeah, here with a love, love question. Yeah, go ahead. Cause I I didn't podcast. Okay. I treat I mean, podcasts as different, man. Yeah, she's a podcast. Fun. She's not really a guest. It's her own <laughs> team. Like I don't Definitely. even do this stuff. It's I'm my like, yeah. brother. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like we gonna we gonna throw it back a little bit. There's um you know what I'm saying we we done this before. Love or loyalty? <sighs> I'm gonna have to say loyalty. Hmm. I'm gonna have because um, just because you love someone doesn't mean you're loyal to them. True. I would have to definitely say loyalty. Like your loyalty goes deeper than I feel like that builds up the love, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be loyal to me. Show me your stripes. Like you got to, you know what I mean? Like uh, fuck love because love can fuck you up. <laughs> but loyalty is everything. Shit. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. F- so, I mean, to be honest, loyalty over love any day you okay. you know what i mean any day so i do the life question since i didn't plan on none of you just <laughs> because you mentioned that you started off in sports and you were pretty good at it but you also are pretty good at broadcast journalism <clears throat> if you had to make it in either one of those which one would you pick and be really successful in whichever path you decided to go which one would you pick athlete d-nice yeah or the i broadcast mean broadcast d-nice so <laughs> what i see now on the gram the WNBA is lit they get all the bitches like, like <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying like we right now let's go you can still do that but in broadcast <laughs> no 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 
but wait, yeah. it's harder in broadcasting. Like, listen, get, no, listen, you like, know. wait, wait, wait. I would like <laughs> if, if I see it now, I would choose the WNBA, right? Yeah. Only because they get hella bitches, and their money is enough for them. Because my homegirl is in the WNBA. Yeah. Like, shout out to Britney G because she came home. Yeah. Like, you know, bumping elbows, seen her, know her. Welcome home, baby. Like, it's really a life. Like, it's it's different. You know, like podcasting and, and this entertainment life, we really get getting it out the mud. So it's a little harder. People don't really see us. So if I was to choose, to be honest with you, yes, I would have to choose the WBA. The bitches, the clothes. Hold on, like, but what? wait, but wait. All right, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me give the details. Hold on, let me give the details. Let me give the details. That's the honest truth. Like, so, look, so look, I know, but hold on one second, because if, if and, and y'all back me up if I'm wrong or right. A lot of the athletes they have podcasts now. Now, if you if you recognize that, you see where it's going. So what I'm saying is, when I said either an athlete, meaning you would be at the pinnacle of your career, or you would be at the pinnacle of your career as a broadcaster. So which one would you want to choose? Now, th they both give you publicity, right? But, but but you enjoy both. Listen, I do. So, but listen, but do you understand? As me, as an athlete, as in the WNBA, I already have a fan base. Okay. So now I'm about to take my fan base to my podcast. Okay. So you know I'm All winning. Right. Hence the motherfuckers who taking over podcasting. Yeah. Who hasn't been doing podcasting, right? Like the motherfuckers who's coming out the woodworks just because there's somebody in the industry in the industry. So it's like two for one. Yeah, right. You, you blew up here. Now right. you taking it here. Yeah. So it was. It's oh, making harder for for niggas like us. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Right, so right, it, right, right. So it will be like like Tank, <laughs> Javante Davis. Starting a podcast, he Wait. already dominant. He's dominating the boxing. boxing world. Now he come over here. So everybody's you gonna tell me you went watch Javante yeah, because you course. already know exactly. Yeah, that so is a piece. if you knew D Nice as the WNBA player who was killing it on the court, who just okay. retired, you're gonna be like, oh shit, I'm gonna see what she's <laughs> talking about because not only do my my relationships <laughs> are now like I'm lit now because niggas know who I am, so it's easier for me to to bring a Carmelo Anthony in. Yeah. It's easier for me to bring a fucking Dwayne Wade in because yeah. they are already know who I am as if you reverse it as now it's a little harder I do, I appreciate this though that's the difference I think you love it I love it and I appreciate this road though because I understand that you know sometimes we gotta take a little shorter you know routes we gotta it's a marathon what I what our boy Nipsey say it's a fucking marathon I'm not I, I want this to be longevity I don't want this to be over tomorrow I want this to actually retire me and get me out of here like you know leave a legacy here so you know I, I respect and I adore this way better but if I had to choose you know for some quick shit WNBA was it because that was my first love basketball okay. was my first love like when I say love and basketball was my shit like, that was it like I, basketball I gotta, I gotta ask you a question because you said you would do this for the bitches right and shit <laughs> I mean, I got, I got, I want to. Can't say that, but. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I didn't say Can't I was say that, the but okay. Well, my fault. Right. Right. <laughs> now, but um, uh, you, let's throw it back, cause um, obviously you, you know, lesbian. Yeah, yeah. You remember your first crush? Uh, absolutely. Oh, let's hear it. It was Ashanti. Who? 
We talking about real life or? Oh, no, no. It's your life. No, no. It was Ashanti. Nah, Ashanti. Ooh, baby. Foolish. Ooh, baby. Them sideburns, that was my baby. Yeah, them shits was like. I love them sideburns. Them shits go down. Listen, and when everybody said she couldn't sing, I was like, fuck y'all. She can sing. Like that. Because, you know, and it's so crazy because my freshman year, I will never forget my freshman year at Mount Vernon, I met someone who looked. Who to me who looked like Ashanti, mm-hmm. so I started liking her. Yeah, yeah. I started at my attraction. She wasn't even gay or nothing, but I got her ass. That's all oh, that matters. <laughs> she got her. She's like, yeah, I'm nice. I'm D nice. That's why. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So shit. Well, um, a couple things I want I want you to let us know. Um, or let the people know like where they can find you. Most importantly, where can they find you at? Absolutely, you can find me personally at I am D Nice One. That is I A M D N Y C E, and the number one D Nice One. Um, also follow my podcast page. Um, I shoot right out of here every each and every other Monday live right here 8 p.m. at the D-Zone podcast. Also follow us on YouTube at the D-Zone podcast. Um, I, I do live calls. I do. It's all live. So nothing is taped. Everything is real raw. And you get how we get. I don't, I don't do that editing shit. You understand? Yeah, like, we know. So, you know, you get it how you get it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, okay. there you go. All right. Well, now. I don't know if you uh, Got anything for D Nice? Hey, for D Nice? Nah, it's a pleasure. You know what I'm saying? Have Listen, here for real. I appreciate you all. This is my first time doing a podcast. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Like, I, real shit. I like, wish we would have did a two hour, three hour podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> the there's so many, it's so many questions and so much shit I really wanted to go in on. Are we going to bring it back? I, well, I know yeah. that, but I'm just saying, it's, it's just, but this is just the introduction. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So at least, you know, people get to see you in a different light. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of us podcasters that are in the room, and even if you're not a podcaster, but it, but when you're a podcaster, you're used to being right here. Absolutely. Asking questions. You're yeah. never on the other side of that. Right. So, you know, we usually appreciate when somebody can afford us the opportunity to, you know, just be the ones answering the question yeah. right absolutely that seat is not an easy seat to be in it's not <laughs> it's, it's when when some when people are throwing them questions at you yeah. and them cameras is on yeah. it's a little bit different because most people they could do it with the cameras off but when the cameras is on and the lights is on and you got people in the room it can, it's intimidating it's absolutely extremely intimidating it can be but i not, but i mean if, if you do it then it's kind of like uh. i mean but i mean i get nervous every show i mean i get nervous sound like every it. What do you mean? Like I, I mean, I've been at all. I, I've been at a majority of shows when and when them cameras roll. I mean, I, I seen everything because I don't know what happens, but I, I'm it's, watching. It's a build up. Yeah. You know, I do get nervous. I'm human, but you know when, especially when I'm hosting. Like that's a different. Do you know how difficult it is to get a crowd to like even do the swag surf? <laughs> Like what? Legend. Yeah. To you Legend to turn up with uh, Meek Mill, Dreams of Nightmares. <laughs> like the shit that already gets you hyped. Yeah. It's, you got to hype them. It's difficult. And I do get nervous because there's, people are so judgmental. But again, every since I recognize that I am who I am mm-hmm. and I am here for a reason and I believe in myself, I don't give a fuck about nothing else. And until I realize that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. here we yeah. are. Okay. okay. You understand what I'm saying? Shout out to Legend for being the host too. Like, I don't know how y'all do it. Yeah, this shit's not easy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they both, and I'm gonna cut this off, but I feel like they both naturals when it comes to it. Absolutely. Shout they out just, they just on a on a spot. They just, I don't know. I'm like, nah, here, you got it. Yeah. I'm gonna go over here and watch you. If you need me, I'll help you out. 
but you guys are genuine you guys are authentic and you guys are in real time when it comes to this host and stuff and um even in front of the cameras and you know that speaks to different volumes of the other stuff that y'all have potential of doing absolutely so that's just a preview of what y'all could really do so, so salute to y'all ladies um you know for me on behalf of the music life and love podcast we love you guys i'm gonna let gary Ned do yeah. what he do i mean that's basically it now just once again just appreciate you for coming through already i appreciate you guys man much love yeah for sure already i, I appreciate life is about you know what i mean what did you learn and who do you teach make sure you teach others you know what i'm saying so um with that <laughs> yeah um the audience we appreciate y'all being out there you absolutely they great and cold with the camera leader genius legend you know what i'm saying we are we out shout out to ocean oh yeah facts, facts, facts. <laughs> we got you we out already all right all right, cool, cool. Nice, appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that. Music, life, love, <laughs> love.